to Hacking the Hustle, everyone. This is your host, Benji Sklar. I'm really excited to have David Zonona on the podcast today. What's up, David? Hey, Benji. Well, how are you doing? I'm great. So a little background on David. David is uh, based in Mexico City. He's a Mexican. And I met David in Israel and loved the guy because he's, he was really entrepreneurial. He's a software developer, an entrepreneur in Mexico. He has a great track record of different projects. And he's also a, a teacher of Python and JavaScript. And I want to have him on the podcast today to talk about how not only the coronavirus has impacted Mexico City in Mexico, but also the entrepreneurial ecosystem in Mexico City and how it's booming and how it's uh, catching up to the United States, arguably. So let's just kick it off, David. Tell us a little bit about what you're working on right now. Actually, let's change topics. Tell me about what's going on with the coronavirus in Mexico City. What's, what are people talking about? Are people quarantined? What's happening? Uh, Mexico City is actually pretty weird right now because uh, the Mexicans can't stay home. They, the people can't stay home because they have to go and work and work. So people like the, the, the vast majority of the people are going to, to the streets and uh, going to work even though the government is, uh, is telling us to don't do, to don't do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's pretty it's it's a mess because like some people like me are quarantined but other people don't care and are going to the streets and going to to the markets in the streets and it's it's being really difficult because uh, we know that the 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 people are getting more the 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 people is the people are getting sick and uh, they are not making the the tests and it's it's a bit of a mess Got it. Sounds bad. What's going on with the president, Obrador? What, I know there's a lot of drama right now, uh, even more than Donald Trump. So can you just uh, tell us a little bit about it? Because I'm confident that the majority of the people listening have no idea about what's going on with Mexican politics. I mean, I'm not an expert, but uh, I've seen like the president is pretty much in uh, in in a non-ending campaign since he got into the power he's being like he ha- he has been like in a campa- in campaign and it's a little bit um difficult for the country because he does it, it seems like he doesn't care for the people it seems like he cares more about the project that he wants to 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 do like a petroleum refinery i don't know if it's uh, like that in english or a train that crosses Mexico and it's pretty bad for, for the environment or canceling the, 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 the new airport that was made in the, in the last, um, with the last president. So it's, it's, it doesn't seem like, um, like uh, we, we can't see as Mexicans that the, that the government is doing anything to help us even in maybe as, as, as workers, as entrepreneurs, as as people that just want to live in this country, it's pretty difficult with this government. This government is uh, taking um, taking part of it's and like it's they are still taking taxes even though people are not working. They are it's it's a pretty difficult situation seeing how the government is not being 
responsible for the people with this with this crisis yeah fascinating i'm seeing a lot of it on my social media feed because i'm friends with mexicans mm -hmm. posting about what's going on my mother writes a lot about it so mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens it seems like it's a big a big uh balagan a big drama going on in mexico so let's yeah. change topics let's talk about entrepreneurship and the business ecosystem in mexico city i feel like it's on the rise, what's going on? Give us a bird's eye view of what is it like to be an quote unquote entrepreneur in Mexico City today? Well, the, actually in Mexico and, the, and in all Latin America, the entrepreneurship is growing. The, we can see now in entrepreneurs in different industries, like I know people that work in, in the health industry, in startup making telemedicine. There's this startup from Colombia, actually. It's called DuckDuck, and they are making a, a they make a, they, they, you can talk to doctors over a chat, mm -hmm. and it's like on the rise. They are pretty, they, they are getting, right now with the corona, the corona crisis, they're getting a lot of, of, of users, of new users. Mm -hmm. Also, I've seen start, I've seen like a lot of industries that are being transformed with with technology right now in Latin America because Latin America it's um, how can I say it's um, a pretty good market because people can there are many problems we can solve many many people see problems as problems and just sit and cry because they have problems but entrepreneurs uh, see it as they have to do something about this problem and they see opportunities and they see money and they see ways to to change stuff and to make new new ways to to work and to make money actually mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you say you say latin america uh, me as an american a gringo mm -hmm. i see america as our own country we have nothing to do with canada we have nothing to do with mexico and south america we are our own world you sound like you think mexico is part of a greater picture like mexico is only one block out of a bigger uh system do you feel like mexicans think mexico is just one piece to a bigger puzzle of latin america or is it its own world no i think that most of the people think it's it's its own world actually mm -hmm. but uh, the way i see it uh, mexican and uh, mexican startups uh, mostly almost every time uh, they have they go to South America and they go to, to like Colombia or Argentina to, well, Argentina not so much, Colombia and Brazil and all these countries to make big, to have bigger user base. Mm -hmm. Because the culture is pretty similar. I see the, the culture that it's pretty similar. Like mostly the people are, are people are warm. People are, the, the, the food is, the, the food is pretty, pretty similar. And, the problems are mostly the same. It, the, the governments are corrupt and people want to try change. So it's pretty easy. I quote it mm -hmm. easy, but I, you, it, can, it can be a good way to, to expand markets and become a global, a global entrepreneurship, a global mm -hmm. enterprise. Yeah. It's easier being like that. 
So how would you recommend me and the millions of others startup founders who are really interested in the opportunity of expanding in Mexico and launching in South America rather than only San Francisco and New York? How do we tap into these huge markets? Actually, Mexico, it's, it's mostly like a bridge to South America because South American um, hubs, if you want to call, or incubators and accelerators are not so much in Mexico as being the, like the backyard of the United States. Mm-hmm. Most of the, of, the, of the hubs from the United States come here and uh, most of the programs that are for entrepreneurship are here in Mexico City based. Mm-hmm. So operating from here, from here to, to the rest of Latin America, it's, it's easier than from, I don't know, Colombia or Chile. Mm-hmm. because uh, it has the, the proximity to the U.S. You can, uh, uh, from here, you can have, an, it's easier to go to the U.S. and have an account over there. And if you have your, your company in the U.S. with, I don't know, the, uh, the stuff like Stripe, with Stripe Atlas and everything of this, you can have, um, you can have new, you, you can have, este, you can operate in all Latin America. So, if you're in Mexico, it's easier to have the connection between the U.S. and the South. Mm-hmm. What, can you name some leading startup incubators or organizations that if I were listening to this and I had a startup, I would want to look at their website and, and reach out? What are the top incubators startup? 500 Startups is one of the top here in Mexico. The mm-hmm. is actually a uh, fund uh, from San Francisco mm-hmm. and they have operations here in Mexico for all Latin America mm-hmm. and I, actually it was I was a part of a startup that was part of the last batch mm-hmm. of you were? Oh, nice I didn't know that yeah it's called Tribu if you want to check it out it's P-R-Y-B-U mm-hmm. it's for education for little children so mm-hmm. they have they can have education so they can know more about the feelings, mm-hmm. social, emotional, and it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, with 500, uh, 500 like was a, a pretty was a pretty much help in this startup. Mm-hmm. Also, another one that it's also global. They have operations in the U.S., in Israel, and other parts. It's Mass Challenge. Oh yeah, and Mass Challenge. Yeah, Mass Challenge. They actually are in. They are. They are non-profit, so they don't invest money, but they are pretty good in in, in the Mexican ecosystem. The most most of the of the startups that are now um, getting to getting to be known in the world were part of 500 and Mass Challenge and and any and some other that can be there. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Mass Challenge and 500 startup. All yeah. right, so. It, for entrepreneurs, business owners in Mexico, how do they think about America? How do you think about trying to reach new customers in the United States? And what are the challenges? And how could people, how could I help you? Um, it depends a lot because uh, the problems in Mexico are in, and in Latin America are different than the problems in the U.S., I think. It's... Mm-hmm. It's different because, for example, uh, right now with the project I am trying uh, with, with a project I am trying to 
to get on. It's about accounting and finance. It's pretty different paying taxes and, uh, and being on the finance here in Mexico than in, than in the US. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about the market in the US, but I've seen like the, the, the ones that want the startups that are going to, that want to, that want to expand to, to the US, mostly, most always go to YC, to Y Combinator. Yeah. So they can expand over there, for example, mm-hmm. Rappi. Mm-hmm. What's Rappi? Rappi is um, for delivery here in Mexico. It's a Colombian startup. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I think it's valued in like $5 billion, $2 billion. I can't remember right now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big right now. It was fund, It has money from SoftBank and it's a YC startup. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, then they, are, they have operations here in, in Mexico and I don't know in how much countries of, of, of the South in mm-hmm. Colombia. They started in Colombia and other countries. It's like Uber Eats? It's like Uber Eats. Uh, yeah, it's like Uber Eats. Like Uber Eats. And they have like other services, not, not yeah. only food and restaurants. Yeah. A big trend in the United States right now is the gig economy, freelancers. Yeah. Is that happening in Mexico and Latin America? Yeah, I've seen it a lot. Like, Rappi, for example, it's a gig economy. Mm-hmm. The people go and they have a motorcycle and they, they can drive them, their motorcycle, like Uber, for example. Mm-hmm. And they, I've seen like a lot of these kind of little startups that are trying to make this work. And they are having, they are making a big, a big thing. I've, I've read, I don't, know, I don't remember the name, but they're a startup. That is also, I think, that is Y Combinator. Mm-hmm. That what they do is people download an app, and they can see, and they see that in supermarkets they have to get stuff out of the the bodega. I don't know how to say. Yeah. And they take it out, and they can they put it in the shelves, and they get paid a little bit of money to, for doing that. Wow. And it's a, so. Mm-hmm. They can they they get a little bit of money from doing this, and the the big companies uh, get don't have to start hiring people, so they can do this, and mm-hmm. it's a little bit it's easier. Yeah, interesting. What about fundraising in the United States? There's a lot of venture capital firms. Is there a lot of money in Mexico to invest in startups? Um, there's money. There's more money than before. Mostly all the money that I've seen it's money from uh, funds, from venture capital from the US mm-hmm. that are trying to expand their, their portfolio to Latin America, Mexico, Latin America. But there's a bit of a, there, I've seen like there's a rise of venture capital, but it's not, not even close to the United States. Yeah. Also what I've seen culturally, uh, Mexican people, mix people from here that have money, don't give you like are a little bit. They don't like giving you the money to anyone. They are, they they give less money. They they, they are tougher with evaluation. They are they are tougher with with entrepreneurs. Yeah, interesting. What what do you see are the new new opportunities around the horizon? What's around the corner in Mexico and Latin America? that you feel like people should should know about 
I mean, e-commerce is in a big boom right now, mostly with coronavirus and, and logistics uh, being easier in, in a country like this. E-commerce is a big opportunity here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what I've seen on what I've seen, it's it's a big opportunity right now to to make a new entrepreneurship, entrepreneur, uh, yeah, entrepreneurship here in Mexico. So you can so because there's more money than before. Uh, big companies like Google, like Microsoft, are 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 helping more than entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm there's coming a lot more of people that know that can there we have a lot of ability in coding and in in businesses we have people that are prepared and we have a lot of proximity with the us that has a lot of money a lot of 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 know-how in startups and and everything like our neighbor from the from from above can help us Uh Interesting. All right. This is really interesting. I, before I let you go, what are some last words? What are some things you would like to say? Well, um, I would like to talk about uh, a little bit about the new project that I'm making. It's called miassessor.io. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I, like I've told a little before, it's a hub where we will make um, a set, uh, like virtual uh, uh, Accessories? How can I say it in English? Accessories? No, like uh, like assessments. With oh, okay. Assessment. With, mm-hmm. We are now starting starting with accounting professionals, mm-hmm. but we will be helping in finance, in entrepreneurship, in, in product in product making. So this project we are trying to launch. Right, we are la- we are launching in this in the next months. We are making. Uh, we are in the making of this project and we're pretty excited for to make it happen. Very exciting. Well, I wish you the best. I'm mm-hmm. very confident that you will be successful and I hope to work with you one day and conquer the world, hermano. Muchísimas gracias, David. Quiero la próxima vez que hablamos solo en español en este podcast. Y muchas gracias, amigo. Gracias a ti. Encantado. Ándale, güey. <laughs> Adiós, muchas gracias David. Gracias a ti. Bye. Bye. Thank you.